Hey, everyone, and welcome to the HR Vision Podcast. I'm your host, Ivo, and every week I'm going to have a conversation that matters about HR. This week, I have Remy Rangaraju with me. Welcome, Remy. How are you? Thank you, uh, Ivo. I'm fine. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Um, Remy is based in India. She's a functional consultant at Forvision. She has been doing great things related to HR that uh, you don't want to miss. So uh, let's start, Remy. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Go for well, it. Okay. <laughs> so let's say, uh, well, you go for it now. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, we start always with, uh, with, with a new guest, with a, with a small introduction about them. So if you please. Take the floor and just uh, introduce yourself, what you've been doing in your professional career. Sure. Thank you. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. Um, My name is uh, Remy and I'm based out of Bangalore in India. And a little bit about my background. Uh, Majority of my background has been in HR as an HR business partner. Mm -hmm. And in the past uh, four years, I've been into consulting as a functional consultant. So that's briefly about me. All right. All right. And um, where did HR, your, your education came from? Uh, was already in, a, in HR? Uh, how, yes. how did the HR connection uh, started? Started right away from uh, high school? You, you just decided that you wanted to, to, to work in HR? Uh, actually, you know, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> I had never had anything, you know, in my mind, really speaking. Um, I definitely wanted to uh, do my graduation and post-graduation, but I didn't know where... Uh, what is it I really wanted to I did uh, wanted to do and I didn't have enough clarity there and mm-hmm. HR happened to me. Okay. And uh, I must uh, thank uh, my colleagues uh, uh, first in uh, Motorola when I started out as a trainee and thereafter to uh, uh, Lucent uh, colleagues. Um, Motorola, a lady by name Nisha Nambison and in mm-hmm. uh, Lucent, you know, Mr. Solomon Ravikumar and uh, Josh Thomas. Uh, but for them, I don't think I could have uh, got into uh, HR as a career. Really? Yeah. Okay, absolutely. so they were really inspiring uh, in uh, in the beginning of your career. Absolutely. Very inspiring. I think uh, they uh, felt that I, I was uh, more suited for HR and they gave, gave me this opportunity and that's how I grew in uh, HR. Okay. So when you started uh, back then in, uh, in HR, um, was a slowly growing passion was immediately felt when you start like the first year learning about it you, you fell in love immediately how how did that happen uh i think i fell in love uh, with it uh, immediately just after a few months uh, as i started seeing you know i i am very comfortable with people and mm-hmm. uh, i love interacting with people i mean while i may not be an extrovert but uh, I enjoy meeting people, talking to them and learning about things, learning from them. Uh, so that, uh, you know, kind of uh, inspired me and also motivated me. Okay. So I continued. I thought, yeah, maybe that's the right thing for me to do. And I also saw there were a lot of initiatives and uh, uh, being done for people. And um, I-, I could see myself grow in that uh, uh, particular career path. So interesting, and I must thank everybody, you know, uh, in my career, those who supported me all through my career, my managers, my uh, colleagues, everybody, you know, um, for having uh, supported me. Uh, absolutely. Um, so you you have 
a lot of experience. You started all your career in, as an HR business partner, right? That that was the the beginning for 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 some years. So how how do you think you know since you started? Uh, how do you think uh, HR as a function changed through the years? You know, did you see the the digitalization impact? Uh, how do you how did you yeah how do you see the, that that impact? Um, I think HR has uh, grown uh, significantly. Uh, and I can, you know, I worked largely in the IT industry uh, mm -hmm. with a combination of both product and services organizations and uh, largely with product companies. And um, I've seen HR uh, role um, has evolved uh, a lot okay. over these years. Um, you know, there are a lot of specializations uh, which have come in, uh, not what are, uh, which have come in today. Uh, you have compensation and benefits, organizational development. Uh, you have uh, 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 sorry, um, performance management uh, team, that's yeah. talent management. Uh, then you have uh, talent acquisition, HR business partner. So you have several streams within HR. So that was not the case truly. Uh, a large uh, amount of focus then was mostly on HR business partnering or talent acquisition. Exactly. But then different functions have evolved over a period of time and there is diversity and inclusion, uh, uh, not to forget that. So there's a lot of emphasis on uh, ensuring that uh, there is inclusivity and diversity uh, at workplace as well. Yeah. And do you think that came from like the, the evolution of society because companies became more aware of people and how they should position their people, they should keep their people that so the focus shouldn't be only on the talent acquisition. Do you think it was a combination of these factors? Absolutely. Yeah. So it, it's all like uh, skewed talent. So, for example, if there are only men in a certain uh, uh, team or in a certain skill, um, then we had to bring in more women employees. Or if there were uh, only women, then we had to make sure that there were more uh, men employees in that particular area of uh, uh, expertise. Mm -hmm. So not only that, and also giving opportunity to uh, people with differently abled also okay. as well. And also including uh, uh, other communities. And we are getting there. We're still not there yet. But I think uh, we've been making uh, progress in all of these aspects uh, within HR uh, practices to make sure that uh, it's a more uh, diverse and inclusive environment uh, in the industry. Uh, and I know there are several companies in the uh, you know IT industry have done several initiatives. Okay. It's uh, uh, nice to say that because it's a, a good segue to something that I'm, I'm really interested to hear about because uh, I understand that in the past, working as an HR business partner, you you actually had a lot of initiatives uh, regarding women in the workplace to, you know, and not enforce, but uh, cultivate that uh, or, or grow that culture of hiring more women to, to different positions. So tell us a bit about that. What uh, what were those initiatives that uh, that you took? Yeah, uh, I think uh, if you were to start with hiring, uh, uh, one is to make sure that, for example, let's say in the leadership or in special uh, or niche areas of expertise, uh, whether it's men or women who are uh, lesser in numbers, to make sure that we bring in some amount of equality, gender equality, uh, bringing in a good balance out there. So you focus your hiring towards ensuring that you bring in uh, those set of uh, employees or a specific gender to make sure that it's a balanced team. And mm -hmm. if you were to look at women, 
So some of the initiatives which were driven apart from uh, hiring were to encourage them to participate in various uh, uh, science forums, uh, seminars or um, conferences. So some of the organiza organizations like MassCom, um, Grace Hopper, uh, there are several uh, you know, uh, forums which invite women uh, uh, for different uh, initiatives which they run. And these mm -hmm. are some of them where, you know, I've personally uh, ensured that, you know, women are participating, of course, along with uh, working with the managers of those employees. Of course. And, uh, yeah, uh, a lot of my colleagues have ensured that, you know, um, HR colleagues to make sure that people are participating in all of these. And there's also a specific day, Women's Day celebration, to make sure that uh, they are celebrated. Uh, that gives them an opportunity to interact with a lot of other women uh, there are uh, groups for women, uh, supporting groups, so, which will help them uh, to move, you know, um, in their career ahead, either through mentoring or coaching programs. So they find uh, mentors in those groups. Uh, so uh, some of these, uh, you know, initiatives were driven in some of the organizations I worked uh, with in the past. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, what is your feeling now? Do you think that that's still necessary? That's mostly necessary. I know that you have been you have not been doing that for for a while, but do you think that's still necessary? It's uh, it's it's important in a lot of yeah. I guess in 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 some countries more than others, but uh, that's still an important thing to do, right? Absolutely. You know, if you have a mentor or a coach at your workplace or if your uh, organization is supporting you with an internal mentor or an external mentor or internal or external coach, uh, that is going to definitely help you uh, grow in your career. It will give you more clarity in terms of where you want to head. It will help you think through and solve your own problems. And uh, you have somebody to, you know, um, uh, talk to about your career. Uh, mm -hmm. Or it could be personal life. It could be anything. So the fact that you have some support, someone, uh, a confidant whom you can reach out to and, you know, express what you're going through, uh, whether it is, you know, a good experience or a bad experience, you can always share, you know, how you're growing in your uh, uh, career, uh, what are some of the bottlenecks or uh, what, uh, what are your aspirations? So some of these things can be discussed. So let's say, uh, you know, I am at a mid-management or going towards senior management and uh, I need certain skills I may or may not have. And there are certain things which I need to learn. So a coach or a mentor will definitely uh, be helpful. But regardless, I think um, regardless of time, uh, I think one definitely uh, needs a mentor and a coach to uh, move ahead uh, in their careers uh, in any organization, I would say. Would you say it's necessary for all positions? It's uh, should you hire? Who should it be? You know, should it be someone of your that you know already that you worked with in the past, a previous manager or something like that? What 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 is your idea about that? So, if it's uh, mentoring, probably you would uh, definitely need someone who knows uh, your uh, area, who understands your area of expertise. But if it's mm. uh, about coaching, it could be anybody, literally. Uh, because coaching is uh, different from mentoring. Mentoring yeah. is where, you know, a person is also going to guide you and help you solve your problems uh, and um, guides you through the steps as well. Apart from you taking ownership to solve your own problems or uh, to think ahead in your career as to what, how should I plan, etc. And who's going to give you some guidance mm -hmm. uh, and advise you. In a coaching situation, a coach helps you to think. 
what is it you would like to do uh, how yeah. how can you solve your problems so a coach could be from any area of expertise uh, internal external so while there is significant difference um both would be helpful in their own ways so okay. for a mentor yes uh, to answer your question someone who knows your uh, uh, area of uh, expertise uh, will come in handy to guide you better and for a coach it could be anybody okay all right um before moving to the the work you do at uh, at forvision and you know working with hr tech more than uh, as an hr business partner i just want to go back a bit to ask you we talked about the importance of mentorship and 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 coaching but going back to the to the women in the workplace uh, you have been not doing that for for a while but do you think those activities those initiatives are still very important to, in today's world absolutely they're still relevant i mean while you know i moved away from core hr business partner role 4 uh, years ago uh, those in, uh, initiatives are still valid you know participating in various uh, forums will give uh, uh, opportunities for uh, women to interact network get to know different people and you know look at uh, people who are very inspiring and learn from them uh, it will definitely help them a lot it, i think it will still be relevant always or probably it's uh, it's timeless i'm sure <laughs> it's going to be very helpful to everybody so the, the movement is slow that movement is uh, is a bit slow you know like uh, companies and societies take a lot of time to uh, to adjust and to adapt to to uh, a full equality or at least equality yeah. of opportunity for sure that uh, that that takes a while okay if if we move to uh, yeah to your experience uh, at uh, at uh, for vision um you know how how did you land with uh, with with technology you know how how did that uh came up okay so uh that also happened to me i didn't plan yeah. plan it out <laughs> so <laughs> uh in 2017 i was of uh, i was looking for opportunities and then uh, there came about an opportunity for this role to head the hr practice and that's when i got into this role and microsoft had just uh, um launched this project and mm-hmm. you know it was in its infancy at that point in time and that's when uh, my colleagues and i we all uh, uh, sachi you know uh, so uh, all of us uh, uh, looked at this uh, product um and uh, we were pretty excited to learn about uh, d365hr at that point mm-hmm. in time uh, and that's how i got into consulting i i didn't know consulting per se but however uh, you know i always had uh, inclination towards uh, automation and software and that's something technology yeah technology is i was fairly comfortable uh, with it in fact uh, uh, at lucent when i uh, worked there uh, earlier we used to you know use excel sheets and then we moved into yeah. uh, developing a performance management system and a lead management system so it's very comfortable in working with the developers to develop the system so and i was also working uh, on peoplesoft then at that point in time so uh, from that perspective for me transitioning into technology was fairly comfortable and i feel someone who has uh, a lot of hr knowledge particularly someone with uh, hr business partner experience in the event that they don't plan to move into a leadership role or uh, you know move further beyond a certain years of experience and they would like to 
look at an individual uh, role, uh, individual contributor role, then I think uh, functional consulting is a good place for somebody to be in. Interesting. That's a very good uh, point of view. Uh, and uh, you worked with, uh, I guess, uh, being an HR business partner, you worked with softwares before. Uh, did you work? Did you try the Microsoft before or it was just from 2017 forward? Only 2017, Microsoft uh, D365 HR came in only in 2017. Yeah. But then I, I have not worked on any of the uh, or rather, AX. I worked with yeah, not with no. AX or 2012. None of those uh, prior to that. It was okay. mostly on uh, PeopleSoft, um, SAP. Yeah. Uh, and again, yeah, mostly uh, PeopleSoft and SAP is what I worked uh, with in the past. And and now that you tried uh, working with uh, with Microsoft, what is your feeling about it? You can be honest, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, I actually switched tables or switched sides, I must say. Yeah. At that point in time, I was an end user. Now I'm, yes. on, the, I'm on the other side of the table. <laughs> yes. I'm at the receiving end of the table right now. Yeah. So, uh, so customers tell me at that point in time, I could tell what I wanted uh, from the person implementing. But today I have to listen to what the customer has to say. <laughs> so true. Uh, it, it's, a, it's been interesting. And uh, so I can't exactly compare because that was more of an end user uh, experience. And yeah. this is, you know, uh, implementing. Uh, however, as an end user, uh, I worked on older versions of these products. And that was a long time ago. Um, you know, mm -hmm. that was uh, between 2001 uh, uh, or two to 2006 on PeopleSoft and then thereafter on SAP. Uh, mm -hmm. The modules I worked on were more on personal management and uh, a little bit on um, employee records as well as uh, ratings. I mean, very. Uh, it was not very evolved uh, okay. and merit, merit uh, uh, increases, but more like, you know, uh, replicating an Excel into a, a software. It's into just a table in a software. Yeah, exactly. Employee information is available. Then you can key in numbers and it'll show you the totals and whether you're within the budget or not in the budget and things like that. Uh, not a very exhaustive, uh, um, uh, what do you say, application. Uh, yeah. I think over a period of time, it, it has developed. Uh, or it has evolved. Um, so yeah. today, uh, if I were to look at D365 HR, I'm, I mean, it's it's a great uh, uh, software. And for someone with a small-sized or mid-sized, um, anybody can, even a large-sized company, can definitely look at it. It has a lot of uh, uh, functionalities within that. And uh, even if you were to look at Four Visions products, performance management, uh, document management system, uh, leave management system. So all of that, if you really look at uh, the wonderful products, you know, uh, just to talk about performance management. Uh, and as you're aware, I'm working with uh, Coca-Cola Africa. Yeah. Uh, yeah, on this uh, project. So for performance management, uh, they're also looking at uh, succession planning, performance management. So in our product, we also have the merit process. So I think as um, organizations evolve with their HR practices, uh, they're going to look at more evolved solutions to manage, uh, to uh, align with their talent management initiatives, etc. And more look at a standard product uh, with less customization, which is going to fit into their uh, practices and processes. Yeah, 
No, absolutely. That's a, that was kind of an unfair question, but uh, I, I had to ask. So, <laughs> but thank you, thank you. It was a good, it was a good answer. Um, you worked a lot, and and um, you have some experience with talent management and uh, you know performance management now. Uh, um, you know, let's talk a bit about about that. You know, the what. Uh, what what does it mean the talent management and uh, and why is it so important for 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 HR professionals and for organizations you know to to be able to do an efficient talent management? Uh, it's very important. Uh, I think primary reason being retention of employees. Uh, if an organization wants to retain its employees, I think uh, they will make sure that their uh, employees are well taken care of in uh, uh, on various aspects of it. Um, so talent uh, management entails performance management. Um, of course, talent acquisition is always there, you know, hiring right yeah. uh, set of people, uh, learning and development opportunities, mobility programs, succession planning, um, and, uh, you know, providing them uh, opportunities with different roles or job rotation. And last but not the least, uh, rewards and recognition program. So these are all very important uh, uh, for an employee. And uh, of course, uh, uh, while it may not be truly part of talent management or maybe part of it is uh, compensation and benefits too, it does matter to an employee uh, or to anybody yeah. for that matter. Uh, so it's important that uh, uh, an employee is retained. That's the key of uh, you know uh, having talent management initiatives uh, because the cost of uh, replacing someone, and again, it depends on the experience level, uh, skill level, um, what value do they bring in? It's not just about replacing a person. It's about uh, what have they done you know, uh, to your company or added uh, value to your organization. So it, it may be easy just to get somebody to replace that position. However, bringing that uh, amount of expertise and that wisdom, uh, not everybody can replace that at all times. Absolutely. Yeah. So maybe sometimes, but may not be at all times. And uh, so it, it matters a lot to have right uh, talent management practices in the organization. Yeah, absolutely. I think sometimes it might be more costly to to try to to get a new person up to speed to that level of expertise that you have. Uh, in a previous, uh, as a previous employee had, because you accumulate expertise, experience within the company, know how to deal with stuff. You know, you start knowing some things um, that you take with you. You don't leave in your handover or something like that. So it's always hard to to keep up with that. Yeah. Um, you know, and how how these um, how can we translate this this uh, talent management all all these. Uh, rewards and benefits, everything that you just talked about into HR technology, you know, of course, we have the solutions at, uh, at for vision, but how important are those, uh, those or any other solutions in HR to, to support that, those processes, those, those HR processes in place, talent management, performance management, rewards, those kind of things. It's very important uh, because otherwise it becomes an administrative overhead and uh, everyone in their own, uh, you know, area of specialization will end up doing a lot of administrative work, uh, which is not really required. Um, so if you have systems to support that, uh, it can, of course, you still need somebody to manage it. But then that person also 
won't feel that it's you know just always the administrative work they probably could be taking on extra responsibilities or a different role other than that too uh, which will help mm-hmm. them uh, grow in their career so um a software or an automation or a product an erp which is there is going to help them um reduce their time effort and uh, it'll also help them grow uh, strategically in their roles and not just handle only transactions uh, either on a system or otherwise but the system is definitely uh, going to reduce that uh, administrative overhead yeah. and uh, you know if somebody were to handle in regardless of uh, whether they are hr business partners or uh, you know managers or senior managers in any of their uh, areas of expertise uh, the Uh, like i said the administrative part is going to uh, reduce and everything is in the, on the system and it is uh, easily accessible at any time uh, they can go back the records are all there at one place and they can find it easily and uh, if they need to run reports it's available out there so it it does uh, give you a lot of advantages and one can focus more on their qualitative uh, initiatives or grow strategically rather than just focus on uh, administrative tasks No, absolutely it's, it it promotes that shift right from being yeah. just taking care of tasks to actually help the business to grow yeah. because grow. you have data you have the reports you can you can support the business in yeah. in some decisions because you have everything done by the systems and you just need to think and process that data that's it right yeah absolutely yeah um now yeah, we yeah we're just reaching the the end i'm just um i'm just going to ask you a couple more things um regarding hr technology what are the trends that you see coming up um if if you see any you know what 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 will be the 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 importance of of hr technology in the in the future what are other things coming in the pipeline that uh, probably will be very important for hr professionals i haven't specifically looked into it but the way i see it uh, is that um as uh, you know the um, hr practices evolve in any organization they would need a system to support those uh, initiatives and uh, reduce their uh, um, administrative tasks these uh, uh, systems will support that and these systems will have to be uh, designed in a more holistic manner where everything is available and uh, just off the hat which i can remember is our uh, performance management system because mm-hmm. it has succession planning performance management and merit process so people would uh, typically look at holistic solutions uh, not partial solutions you know they just have one module or one functionality and you know not everything so as it evolves they would start looking at holistic solutions um, in the future is what i would like to think which is going to support their uh, initiatives okay yeah. um just the last uh, question or challenge as i uh, normally say it's just uh, it's just to ask the guest every time like if you had one thing to say to hr professionals what what would that be wow that's <laughs> challenging <laughs> I, okay i have to really think you put me on All the right. spot now i you, did i did you did you yeah <laughs> uh, for hr professionals uh, I would say yeah uh try to reduce your uh, administrative tasks and try yeah. to grow in your career for sure uh sorry for harping on that point because we are talking about software and ERP yeah. and I think that's the focus 
uh, transactions would reduce and uh, try to move uh, uh, ahead in the in their roles, um, you know, more qualitatively or more uh, strategically. Uh, and of course, use our products, provisions products for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I, I would definitely say that explore our products and uh, see what it's got to offer you. Yeah, I would I would add to that uh, to that advice uh, advice that you gave uh, previously in the conversation, which is the fact that as an HR business partner, being a functional consultant is not a big of a change, maybe. So, you know, for people looking for a career change in yeah. HR, uh, maybe you can look into that. We are always looking for consultants. So <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> you can join our team or. Any other team, we don't yes. uh, discriminate. But um, but that's maybe a good advice that you gave. I think uh, I think it's important uh, for people to to know if you're interested in technology and HR, it's it's maybe a nice thing to just check. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. All right. I can agree more. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Remy, thank you so much for taking the time. This was um, a very nice conversation. I enjoyed it very much. I hope you did too. Yes, I did as well. And thank you for uh, having me here. No problem. It was a pleasure. Guys out there, take care, be safe, and I'll see you next time. Sure. Thank you. You have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.